Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It's May 17th, 2023. We got a lot to talk about. I'll just plug things as they happen on this show because we have a ton to get into. AEW Collision was announced. We have uh, Double or Nothing coming up. We had Dynamite tonight. Bunch of CM Punk stuff. I got more AEW news this week on FightfulSelect.com. I'll just tell you out of the gate. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We had tons of news today on CM Punk, tons of news on Collision. We had news on Collision to begin with, uh, when it would be announced, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm very proud of the work we've been doing there. Just $5. You also get like eight or nine podcasts a week. We got Alex Palowski here with us. Alex, how you doing? Um, uh, overall, uh, pretty well. It's been a very, uh, it's, been a, it's been a day, as they say. You're telling me. It- it has been a day, hasn't it? In 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 the in the wrestling news sphere, it has been a day. Well, if you are a subscriber to FightfulSelect.com, you know the drill. You know how it's all unfolded today. Just before the AEW upfronts went on on the air to announce AEW Collision, which we have heavily reported on, Fightful Select reported that as of this week, and again. Anything can change, and boy, after today, I do mean anything can change. There was a hard roster split planned. In fact, last week I reported there, I hadn't heard anything of that nature. Then talent started to reach out, and they said, oh, buddy, it's a hard roster split because we're being told we are needed this day, we aren't needed this day, et cetera, et cetera. They were sent an email uh, or, or a memo saying that will be addressed soon. A lot of mixed feelings on that. What I did hear was that champions, and not just AEW champions, like ROH champions, New Japan champions, are exempt from this. Before I ask Alex of his thoughts, uh, and I get so excited to talk about this, please leave a thumbs up on this video. 
please subscribe. We had an interview with Vinny Pacifico on Tuesday. We got Will Ospreay on Saturday or on Friday talking resurgence. Get your super chats and humper chats in here on youtube.com slash fightful and humperchats.com if you want your question or statement read on the air. They all get read, answered, and addressed if you donate. Alex, your thoughts on fightfulselect.com's report that at again, as of last week, hard split was planned. Um I don't I don't mind a partial hard split. Like the top programs on each on each thing should be themselves, so that if you're if you're really into watching whoever versus whoever the top program on Collision, you know you can tune in on Saturdays and get that. And if you're not into what's going on on Dynamite or vice versa, the top programs, then you don't tune into that one, or that's the one you DVR or whatever. But um, uh, I think that there's an opportunity for let's say the bulk of the roster to be available on both nights, you know, to be whatever, like, here's the thing. There's a, uh, a match tonight. We're going to talk about between uh, jungle Jack Perry and Roosh. Now, like Roosh, that's not, that's not part of the storyline for Roosh. That's part of an overall building toward the pay-per-view for Jack Perry. So I, if, if you're like, okay, well, we'd love to have um, this, this showcase match for this guy, um, he's not facing somebody he's feuding with, but the match needs to be a showcase for him as part of the feud. We don't want to be like, well, we'd love to do it with this guy, but that guy only works Saturdays. Like there, there, there should be an option to be able to do more stuff there. I like the idea, especially of the champions floating as need be. Um, I understand uh, why the logistics of um, being able to split every, the roster up uh, would be best for a lot in, in a lot of reasons. I don't want to f- feel like they've like they paint themselves into a corner uh, with it. Um, but we'll have to see because it's 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 hard to WWE has messed up the brand split in so many ways recently um, that I I'd like to see what AEW does with it to see if they could make it work properly. We've got plenty of super chats about this, plenty of humper chats. Andrew says, Punk will be at Collision. This feels like a swerve. So let's get right into that. I want to make it clear what Fightful Select has reported and hasn't reported because there's a lot of conjecture. We did report that CM Punk was planned for the press release. I saw that somebody kind of dug that up. Yes, he was absolutely planned for it. I don't know why he wasn't on it. I am not sure as to why that happened. I don't know if it's related to this A Steel thing. Some of you are saying, what A Steel thing? FightfulSelect.com did report that during this meeting, supposedly Chris Jericho brought up, yeah, you know, maybe we bring back A Steel in some capacity, show everyone that we can all work together, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, I wasn't in the room. Hard for me to say. From what I understand, it was made clear that A Steel would not be at the television tapings as of this week. And I don't know what CM Punk's type of reaction was to it. I can tell you that I had heard that he didn't agree with it. So, uh, you know, I, I, I can't sit there and say, oh, well, he blew up or anything like that. That would be irresponsible of me. Obviously, he didn't agree. I don't know if that has anything to do with the, the, the press materials. I can tell you that he didn't want to be announced that far ahead based on the people that I spoke with. 
However, I don't know what that means or WBD saying he's not affiliated with this brand, et cetera, et cetera. Because if you're doing a hard brand split, that's a pretty big anchor that you're missing. Because yeah. that is that is like one that you need. You definitely do need an anchor like CM Punk there. Um, there, there, you know, there's a lot of other things that were reported as if they for sure had to do with with one another. I, I can tell you that there was like sort of an offer for Ace Steel to be doing some work with Punk, but it probably wouldn't be at the tapings. Mm. Uh, Punk wanted FTR and Andrade on Collision. We did report that. We reported that Punk versus Joe was planned. And that that was in the fold as of last week. They had developed promotional materials for it as well. Um, but we haven't heard a change in his status yet. I have not been told outright that CM Punk is not working collision by anybody in AEW. He's still got his detractors. He's still got his supporters. I feel like this is the type of thing... Um, in a day or two, it could change. A lot of stuff can change. I heard that the the term that was told to me today was that Punk and Tony Khan had a hilariously positive interaction today. I don't know what that means. I can tell you that there was supposed to be a camera crew filming CM Punk at some point today. I don't know if that happened. Have no idea if it happened or not. But uh, Punk also had some choice words for Brian Alvarez, who... I thought Brian Alvarez was calculated in saying this could be happening, but also it could be nothing type of thing. And I understand why a person like CM Punk would be perpetually mistrusting of media. I completely get it given his place and given that he is always under a microscope and quite literally every time the guy plays Uno, it's news. And uh, you know, we contribute to that. Sure. But um, that is the nature of some of this, as long as it's not like malicious in nature. Although punk has been targeted in malicious nature in the past. And I'm not talking about recent. I'm talking like far, far way back, even like some malicious stuff that was like fed to media in the past. So I, I completely get why he has a, a distrusting view of media in that sense. However, he's going to be covered. Like, I can tell you in my few interactions with CM Punk, it had been, like, indicated to me, like, I wish people would just stop talking about me. And I'm like, well, we know that's not going to happen. Like, if yeah. you're in wrestling, you're going to be covered. Like, that's yeah. just the nature of of coverage and wrestling and all that stuff. But Jane Beard says, what if the reason that TK didn't say where the premiere is is because CM Punk will return to say it'll be in Chicago? Well, I feel like he could have done that today. I'm here's the thing that we, we can speculate about um, the reasons why, but we we don't, there's no speculation uh, that is needed uh, to say that there is a reason why CM Punk was going to be named in the first draft of this press relief and now was not. Now, the reason might be we want to save and have CM Punk make the announcement of the first collision next week. He'll come come out. They'll do a taped thing of him uh, saying that uh, next Wednesday on Dynamite. That could be the reason. Or the reason could be we thought we had everything nailed down for this contract, and there is some sticking point 
that may threaten to blow the whole thing sky high. We need to, this extra week to iron everything out, make sure we got everything, all the, all the I's are dotted and the lowercase J's as well. And, and, and that might be it too, or any number of things. All I know is if they were going to say CM Punk's on board for collision, but then they didn't say that, there's got to be some kind of reason why that happened. I'll tell you what they did say. They said Regina. Yeah. Collisions going to Regina, Alex. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That is a thing that is happening. Yes. Uh, the crowd popped immensely. Yes. For Regina. And I just want to say, these are my people. These are my people. Um, lots of Canadian dates for Collision. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Newark, or is it New Jersey? It's Prudential Center. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and somebody says that's how it's pronounced. I know, but right. guess how many times I've heard anybody say it? Yeah, out loud. No, not a lot. No, no. I thought it was Regina. Not, not this, it wasn't. Not, yeah, mm-hmm. It wasn't. It's Regina. It's Regina. Regina. Mm-hmm. Skills that kill says, "Do you think that uh, AEW is missing out on the Gen Z cable cutters by not being on streaming?" I do think they should be on streaming in some capacity. Yeah. They absolutely should be. But yeah, I think. They, they they should be trying to get on HBO Max. The next day rights yep. should be yeah. on HBO. Yep. Darren Walker says, any news on the announced team for Collision? Not yet. I mean, I don't know that people have been told specifically where they're going to go yet. Yeah. Chi-Town Spurs says, I love pro wrestling. Well, we love you. We got JB Love saying, can't help but feel that AEW has got a shot of adrenaline these last two weeks. Pretty sure that shot's name is Will F. in Washington. G-Bro says, chalk one up for Will Washington, pro wrestling AF. Y'all got to stop this. You all are going to get him heat in the company because I'll tell you this. There are people that don't understand that this is like in jest, giving Will credit for everything. That's why I stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. And you all are going to get him heat Mm -hmm. with people. Don't do that. I'm telling you. Jelly Canuck says collisions all across Canada except for Vancouver. I was surprised no Vancouver, Alex. Yeah. Um, they didn't go. They didn't go anywhere near that far west. I Vancouver, yeah. Vancouver had stuff that showed up to it about fifteen years before its peak. Right. They they should do a uh, a show in Seattle, and then the next show should be in Vancouver. Just have everybody stick stay out in the Pacific Northwest. Do do the house show loop out there, and I mean do. Why not? Like it's there's no reason once you got everybody once you got all the stuff out there, keep it out there for a week. Drive up to Vancouver. It'll be nice. G Bro says, I live one and a half hours from Regina, never seen wrestling. There are so many puns to be made there that I can't mm-hmm. even just think of one to say. Mm-hmm. Would Warner even indulge in kayfabe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, mean, I think so. I mean, kayfabe is 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 just a it's a it's a carny term that helps you to make more money. Like you're telling me, WBD isn't in the business of trying to make as much money as possible. If they if they've been told by people that they trust within AEW that they'll make more money somehow by holding off a week and and lying about whether or not C- CM Punk has nothing to do with Collision. Like if they if, <laughs> if they think they'll make more money by doing that, of course they'll do that. Regarding collision commentary, Anime Otaku says Veda had a pick with Will. 
Uh, she did. I straight up asked her, and she goes, I came to visit only, I swear. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, well, I'm telling. So <laughs> there you go. Tom LaValle says, no credit for Will, but that Cal California. Le- legitimately, though, okay. I-, I would. <laughs> Very clever. Uh, I-, I would love to see Beta Scott involved in commentary. Yes. I wouldn't mind seeing Renee get another crack at it, but not in a three-person booth. Um, no. A lot of people criticize her for her work in WWE. Third person in a three three man three person booth does not get a word in edgewise. Yeah. You say whoa and mm-hmm. just repeat a couple things. Yeah. Puckhead says is Colt still contracted to ROH? If the plan is to tape ROH for Collision, is that another potential conflict looming? Keep up the great work, all you do in Fightful day in and day out. Just you know, move them over, move them over. Have him work ROH the days that Punk isn't there. Mm-hmm. Solved. But yes, he is. Amir says, why didn't Tony just call the Saturday show AEW Ring of Honor if he was going to do a hard split? If WBD wanted Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. they would have, have Ring it. of Honor. They'd have it. That's yeah. that's the long and short of that. If they wanted it, they'd have it. Jambeard says, I want the collision team to be Mauro, Nigel, and Veda. Uh, Nigel's a good shout. I think that's mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, I mean... You know, Jim Ross is probably going to finish up in about six, seven months whenever his deal is up. I don't know what Tony Schiavone's deal is like. And I, I mean, just the resurgence that he has had is great. But he's also like 65, 66. And he said in the past, you know, not getting any younger type of thing. But they have Taz. They have Excalibur. Uh, they've got a couple solid mm-hmm. names there already. I think it's good to add some some younger names to that as well. Yeah. I think Veda Scott would be a great one to she'd add. Be, yeah, well. she'd be very good. Jambert says all the Canada dates show that the Owen Hart tournament will be on collision along with the finals in Calgary during the Stampede. Yes, yeah, so uh, FightfulSelect.com, I'm going to be plugging it all night long. In our Q&A show, we often got asked about the Owen tournament. And what I had said was it's happening in Canada throughout Canada. That's That's what I had been told. Adam Roberts says it must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero. He spent a good amount on that super chat. Thank you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Adam, for that. Uh, thank you to Luis for collecting all these, by the way. Grayman says, Peaches and Herb SMS, did CM Punk send you love? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't understand the significance. Anyway. Is it soda or pop? AEW needs a few to decide it. Um, it was pop when I was younger. Now that I am older and have new money, it is soda, Alex. Yeah. Um I I think I think for a long time it was it we did the we did the full name when I was a kid. Soda pop. It soda pop. Okay. Uh, but but now now the more I think about it, I think it's uh uh soda. Yeah. Patchy Rick says, SRS, don't forget, if you have the Tier 2 $10 on Fightful Select, you could have already heard the Osprey interview. That's right. Uh, I don't advertise this a lot, but on Tier 2 of Fightful Select, I do post our interviews early up there, a few days early. So uh, check that out. We also post the Fightful Wrestling Weekly. You'd be surprised at how many people that I know that like they don't have notifications turned on. They just subscribe to Tier 2. Then on Sunday, Monday, they read the collection of stories from the week prior, they listen to the backstage report, and then they check in a week later. Cam Watson says, good morning, gents. Sean, with you coming to the UK multiple times this year, are we going to see you break some people on no rolls barred? Maybe break Ollie with that brutal DDT of yours. You know, I, I would like to grapple with Ollie Davis. I really would. Mm-hmm. Um, no rolls barred is some of the most fun I ever had on camera. Um, it mm-hmm. was, have you ever played Spyfall, Alex? No, it was a good time. Uh, Basically, you and about eight or nine other people, you try to figure out who was the spy in a certain room and you have to ask a bunch of questions to determine who is and isn't the spy. Interesting. And I had a strategy. I wasn't going to win. So what I was going to do (laughs) was just convince people I was the spy every single time I I was. And they voted for me numerous times. Uh And by the end, they're like, well, it's not Sean. Than it was. Ah, it was wow. uh, very manipulative. It was a fun, fun time, but I hope so. Eloquence says, about to hop on a flight to Italy. Wanted to send some love to Fightful. Great episode of Dynamite. Want to send some love to Eloquent. I've been listening to his vinyl a lot lately that, that he sent to me. Really, really enjoy that. Safe travels. We've got Josh saying, guys, can you get into the show because of a certain Chicagoan being in the news? This company, one foot forward, two steps back. Uh, yeah, but that didn't have a lot to do with this show necessarily, which Ricardo says effing ruled, especially the end. Let's get into it. We've been yep. in 20 minutes and we haven't even covered the show yet. Yep. yep. Wardlow cuts a promo. He is confronted by Christian and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus ends up attacking him as Wardlow stops a big spit to the face. Arn Anderson's backstage and he's like, yeah. Arn Anderson out here not getting any suspensions 
No. When he's waving no. the, the, the Glock they're, around. But John ja Morant. Gonna, yeah. Apparently he's going to get splintered for like half a season maybe. Yeah. But yep. Arn Anderson can just do this damn thing. Yep. Just. Yep. Long and short of it, Wardlow challenges Christian to a ladder match at double or nothing. And that is absolutely my shit, Alex. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Um, yeah. Uh, a nice a nice one-on-one ladder match is nice. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people like, oh, good. This way Christian can win and it'll protect Wardlow. I'm like, I mean, okay. Yes. And I, theoretically the idea of Christian is TNT champion being protected by a dinosaur, uh, is, is, is a very good idea. I think would Wardlow at that point be a three-time champion who's never held the belt for like, I mean, it just feels it feels like every TNT championship reign he would have had would have felt like lackluster for some reason. Like he 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 becomes the TNT champion the first time, and it always feels like they never really go anywhere with it. Then he loses Samoa Joe, and uh, then he gets it back, but then he loses it immediately to, to Hobbs. But he gets it back, but then he loses it almost immediately uh, to to Christian. Um, I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I want to see Wardlow come out of this. In a, in a strong way, because I think he's still really over. I think he's still a guy you want to keep around and, and build for the future to be one of your top stars. Um, I, I like Christian and I like the idea of him with the dinosaur. I just don't, I, if you're going to, if you're going to use this to, to put the title on, on Christian, um, I want to make sure Wardlow comes out of it. All right. Meet Norma says, I like the way the meat slapping was threaded throughout the show. I'd prefer Wardlow and Lucha sources have a match, but a ladder match is cool too. Yeah, but I think that that we're gonna see them slap yeah. meat a little yes. bit more. Yeah, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen defeated Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. Uh, if there's one thing I hope that Collision provides, it is more Lee Moriarty and Big Bill because Big Bill has never been better to my mm-hmm. and in my opinion. Yes, Lee Moriarty just keeps getting better. Like look at him physically and in the ring, where where he was when when he got signed. He has improved physically. I constantly hear about him taking in seminars and improving in the ring. Already a phenomenal performer, and he's he's always looking to improve, and I love hearing that. Big Bill is a TV wrestling star, and um, yeah. I'm ready to see them do something a little bit more. <laughs> Man, this crowd was really into Big Bill mm-hmm. and Lee Moriarty cheating, like yeah. really, really reacting to it. Cassidy yeah. and Darby are getting the win here. We knew that, but mm-hmm. I thought this is pretty good stuff. Uh, putting two of your top on-screen baby faces yeah. in the same ring with each other. Uh, I have never seen this before, and I really enjoyed it. Big Bill it locks up in a in a in a collar and elbow tie-up with oh Darby, and then just swings him around a few times and lets him fly. That was you great. know what this. You know what this reminded me of? I don't know if you remember ECW One Night Stand 06 when they were starting to form that ECW roster and it became clear Kurt Angle was going to be on the roster. Some WWE people were going to be on that roster. And the big show walks out during that show and everybody was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> then he grabs Tony Mamaluke in a Cobra Clutch. <laughs> like breaks him over his knee and just slings him across yeah. the ring and everybody went, yeah. Well, if it's gonna be like that, yeah, yeah. sure. Unfortunately, yeah. it wasn't like that no. whatsoever. That was no. the peak. No. But um, that's what that reminded me of. It was very cool. 
Tom Lavalley says, give me Moriarty versus Shibata for the pure title. I would get the hose in That'd that good. situation. Good stuff. Uh, Cassidy and Allen get the win. But what I love is after this backstage, I'm a sucker for a battle royal, Alex. They always I know suck. you are. Yep. They always suck. Always. They're always bad. Don't mm-hmm. care. I love them. I, I love them. Um, when I wrestled on the shindy circuit, Alex, what would always happen <laughs> is four or five people are no showing that shitty show. And you got to throw everybody in the ring for a battle royal at the end. And some unbelievable fun is had in those. Obviously, these are far more produced. But Orange Cassidy straight up says, you know what? I got 20 people that want a shot at my title. All right. I'll face them all. So there's yeah. going to be 21 people in it. Blackjack Battle Royal. Well, un- unless you want in Renee. And Renee's like, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I dig this. I like this. I know you probably aren't keen on it, but I'm a sucker for Battle Royals. I love them. Well, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those, those things of, you know, the uh, the early parts of a Battle Royal are usually just chaos. There's usually not a lot of stuff that that is that is uh, meaningful or interesting in those. But when it's going to get down to like the last six or seven dudes with Orange, obviously last among them as well, like then it becomes something really fun because you, I, I believe they're going to strategically pick the best possible six dudes to have in there with Cassidy to do some really fun stuff. I'm hoping for some really cool eliminations once we get to that point. Um, I fully anticipate um, Orange winning. I, I would actually think it would be kind of uh, kind of a cheat to have him lose in this kind of a match. Uh, after all of the amazing matches he's had, singles matches against all comers, uh, 21 in a row or something that he's won, um, uh, it's it, having him lose the title here would... No. So he's going to win this, but I believe it will be a lot of fun to see how he does. And then uh, I think that he should probably lose the next singles match he has after this. I don't know who that's going to be. My hope is Miro, but we'll see from there. I can tell you three surefire things in wrestling that do views. Arm wrestling. Yep. Indian born wrestlers making their debuts. Mm hmm. And a battle royal. Those yep, social yep. clips do crazy numbers, man. Mm-hmm. You book all three on one. Ch- if you book Satnam Singh arm wrestling people over the top rope, <clears throat> nothing but money. Nothing That's but right. money. Duckman says, Has AEW done a battle royal for a title yet? If not, that could actually be fun. You know, it's a, it's a shame in normal circumstances. I could text Will Washington and ask him this, mm-hmm. but I can't I do don't that. Believe- the title has ever been on the line in a battle royal in AEW. I could be wrong. If it ha- if it is, then it was like in 2020 or something. Yeah. We've got Eternally Lost saying, I love the aggressiveness of Blood Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Me too. He He's knows great. how good he is now, and I like that. It's how a champion mm-hmm. should evolve. Jambeard says, I think we need to hear Darby tell Sean what he thinks of the other four pillars. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Jack Perry, I think you're very talented. Sammy Guevara, you can do flips. Uh, uh, there's this me, and I'm, you know, I I'm very depressed. And MJF, I hate your guts. I want what I want to do is just fight Malachi Black. There you go. That's good. 
you truly sound like you have saved up your money from working at Spencer's Gift for the last mm-hmm. six months mm-hmm. to get the platinum package for the When We Were Young Festival. You really yes. do. It's true. Uh, JB Love says, not crazy about them burying Bryce. Uh, me too. I don't like a lot of burying the referees. I, don't I think either. referees should be authoritative by and large. That way, the rare instance you want interference, it, it means a lot. Jambeard says, final six in the Battle Royal to have OC, Garcia, Pac, Miro, Andrade, Scorpio, Sky. Yeah, and I mean, do you have a Joker in this? I would assume so, right? Like, they're not calling it a casino battle royal. Yeah. So I don't know if there's going to be like they're not. I don't know if if they're going to do it in a um um like it'd be interesting though. Honestly, if it's twenty one guys, right? You you have um orange start the match. In there by himself, then a suit comes in, and another suit, and another suit. That would make it twenty-two guys. But I like the idea of a Joker being being added at the very end. If you're going to do a casino battle royal style, Gemini season says OC takes on all comers in Regina. Well, speaking of looking like they took on all comers, Roderick Strong defeated Chris Jericho in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and this was a, a wonderful swerve to me. Because Yas and Adam Cole were banned from the arena and Falls Count Anywhere, you could see it coming from a mile away. They're going to end up outside and it, you figure Yas is going to do the interfering. Oh, but it no. wasn't. It was Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is after Roderick Strong and Jericho brawled throughout the arena. I love this. Take me mm-hmm. out of the in-ring area. Show me backstage areas we haven't seen. I wish you would have at least one of these. Not not this type of match, but this type of segment. Like I remember when, like Mark Henry would be at the strip club or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you would do stuff at the airport, anything to take us out of that same scenario over and over again. And that's what we saw here. There was Mister Softy mm-hmm. that got all over Roderick Strong and Chris Jericho. This was fun. This this felt like the sports entertainment aspect of yas that i wanted to see uh what did you think about this match alex i know you're you're typically a pretty hard critic of chris jericho all i will have to say is and if you are having trouble with your mr softy well then you need luchu code fightful um mm-hmm. so uh i i uh, when they did the spot on the stairwell with that ledge and i was like this is this is all problems this is like this is this felt like like I I feel like if one of them had slipped, that Aubrey wasn't enough to break their fall. Yeah, that was that was, that was cool, but felt felt dangerous. Um, as soon as they went into the concourse, um, I was like, well, this is where they they go outside, and and uh, and and Adam Cole is there. The reason I believed it was going to be Adam Cole the whole time was because it was Roddy's idea from the beginning. We're gonna have a Falls Count Anywhere match. I got this contract signed that says your boys can't be there. The whole thing was a setup from the very beginning from Adam Cole and Roddy Strong to get Chris Jericho outside to uh, to have Adam Cole attack him, which I thought was uh, really well done. Um, and yeah, this is this is this is good. We're probably getting another a one our one on one Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho match. I'm almost certainly will be added to Double or Nothing. Good stuff. I thought this was fun. I, I loved the the uh, edge. <laughs> I loved that little ledge area uh, the the 
that was that was fun. That was a good time for me. I was like, okay, this was different enough. And like I said, I like being taken out of that situation, out of the same scenario that we see all the time. Alex Marvez interviews the Bucks. They are attacked by the BCC. I just mm-hmm. loved how they threw their luggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're that, like, man, you'd, have, you'd have caught that flush in the temple. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. Uh, we will get back to this later on. Mm-hmm. Sammy Vara defeated Exodus Prime. Very quick match. And one of his better promos afterwards, too. It felt very real. It felt, mm-hmm. it felt true. It wasn't the... I'm trying to get anybody with zingers. That that isn't his game. No. Yeah. The the reality is he worked very hard for very little money, specifically where he was tonight. Yes. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people look at him and they don't think that. Mm-hmm. But people also look at him and they're and they they still see the Sammy that got hired or the Sammy that was in Evolve. The man turns 30 this year. Yeah. Like he's he's not a child. Nope. So uh, I thought this was a very good promo that we later see play into something else. But uh, this was something that I think that Sammy needed. And I think that him doing a babyface promo actually works because MJF is enough heel for the whole thing right now. MJF is in his reign of terror. So I think that everybody else baby facing is a good idea here. Um. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll reserve judgment until we see how it plays out in, in that match. Um I'm not surprised they, they had him baby facing it up in Austin, where he's from and everyone there knows him. Sure. He's got a lot of friends in the audience. That made sense to me. Um it does feel like all of the taped stuff they did around full gear last year when they were having the real Sammy Guevara, like tearing up, talking about like, you know, oh my God, here it is. This is, this is the building where I used to do all my wrestle circus stuff. I'm in Austin. It's, it's crazy to be back here. And I'm here with my mom and my wife. And I just, I can't believe what's really happening for me. Like all that stuff was real for him, but it was taped in November and December. Um, and now they're like, hey, you know that stuff you've been watching on uh, AEW All Access? Well, now he's a babyface for real. And I I don't know that I quite buy the switch. Because a couple weeks ago, he was willing to lay down for MJF for a sum of money. And so I would like to see more of the progression there. I'm willing to watch more progression from here out. And I'm willing to see how he plays it during the match uh, at Double or Nothing. Um, because it, it's, it is a switch. I mean, you, he's been, you know, a, a fervent member of the very heelish Yas for, for since, the, since its inception. And, and now he's breaking away from that persona. So it's, 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 uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure if I, well, if, I mean, if I love it, but I don't hate it. I thought tonight was a good explanation of that. He's like, I'm not laying down for MJF. He's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I see that. I've always yep. kind of seen that. And one of us needs to be champion. Yep. One of us. Now that's going to be their undoing. And he he did show that backstage uh, or they did. He did show that he's willing to help them physically because we had Jack Perry defeating Roosh. We'll go ahead and talk about that. You know, I, I was a little concerned that Jack Perry would get booed 
in Texas against Roosh because mm-hmm. Texas has loved Roosh. Right. And I thought that this could have played into the personality traits that we needed to see out of all of them. Where Sammy is this piece of shit mm-hmm. and needs to show a little bit more of a redeemable quality. And Jack Perry has been told by MJF over and over again, you've got no edge or else you'd be as good as me. If you had any of this, you would. Mm-hmm. I thought that Jack Perry would need to show that against Roosh because maybe the crowd would sort of go for him and he would need to right. turn into that. Instead, that's not necessarily what we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw LFI attack after this match, which was you know, a solid match. And the three pillars uh, ended up making the save. But Jack Perry and Roosh beat the snot out of each other, too. Uh, yes. Um, uh, uh... Perry as well, but the the beginning of it to me was just Roosh actively trying to commit murder via throwing a man's body into the barricades. I've never seen anybody get hucked into the barricades that hard. Like that was that was um, obscene and and great in a lot of ways. Um, I uh, I thought this was great. I I, I think that Roosh uh, could really benefit from uh from a from a brand split as well he feels like that guy who when you have all when you have everybody on one show ends up just kind of mired in like upper mid card hell but if you split the rosters all of a sudden may, maybe he gets uh maybe he gets a push maybe he gets a um a singles title in there maybe maybe you if andrade is truly back and they're on the collision together maybe you make them a tag team have them face FTR once FTR gets away from Jarrett and Lethal in 2025, apparently. But like this is this is um this is good. This is this was a really fun match. Uh Perry having to resort to grabbing the tights uh because he just had to get the hell out of this match because Roosh was beating the tar out of him. Um yeah, and it, it, it's it's this four pillars thing, I think we'll be able to more. Um, adequately judge the full program once that mat once that match is over because I don't expect any of these guys to win the match, but I think the match will tell a very interesting story within the match among these three guys and MJF uh, that I think will be able to to put everything in, into stark relief. I, I like seeing them work together. I love seeing Darby use the reverse DDT, the Scorpion Death Drop. Just uh-huh. love that as well. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Hader is injured. FightfulSelect.com reported tonight that this is a legit injury. So she was not in action as the outcasts uh, took on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Hikaru Shida. The outcasts get the win. And as it proves, that makes an awful lot of sense because Storm challenged Hader for the belt. Now, I haven't heard of her status beyond this week, Jamie Hader. Right. Uh, but I love this match for Double or Nothing. Uh, I, I am always going to be there for that. You have the woman who was the interim champion before they promoted her to undisputed champion retroactively and a champion. But yeah. Storm has something that she can bring up. Like she never got to hear herself announced as right. as world champion. But. Uh, I, what do you think of the match or, or the match booking before we get into the actual match? Um, I, I can, yeah, I, I'm, especially if this is where you're going with it. Uh, a, a Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader one on one, uh, thing at the pape. Um, that 
then having them win this match makes a lot of sense. Uh, they're, they're adding Jade and Taya as well to Double or Nothing. Okay. Um, the what doesn't make sense to me is the um, I'm going to spray you in the face with spray paint, and then the ref just counting the three, no matter how much spray paint is all over the face of a person he's looking at who's not kicking out. And I've never, I've never loved that. Like you really got to do a great job of hiding the face of the person you misted, or in this case, sprayed paint into the face of. And I don't think they did a really good job of that. But I mean, that's a minor quibble. The match was, the match was fine. Um, and uh, I'm, I, if we're gonna get, like, I think heel Tony Storm has been um, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, if Hater is is going to be healthy enough for the for the match to happen, um, then I think this could be really good. Especially this is a Hater's got this thing where she's just so damn powerful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like anything really phases her. So if you're going to be able to play into, I I've got a hurt shoulder. I mean, she's cleared. She's ready to go. That's fine. There's no danger of her re-injuring it then yeah, play that story up during the match of Jamie Hayter can't be super powerful girl anymore. She's got to actually wrestle the match and, and Tony Storm trying as hard as she can to injure that shoulder over and over again. It's going to be good. Outcast against Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Sheeta. The crowd was into this. Every time Britt Baker takes a pin, I feel like she's making a point. Could be. <laughs> I feel like every pin she takes, she's like, look, Rosa, look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to be fine now. Doubt it. But she does show the person that she criticizes the most. Yes. Ain't hurting me to lose to somebody who's going to challenge for the title. That's right. Uh, and she did take the pin. This is fun. Evangelina Gray says, proud of my city showed up strong for the women's tag match. Also, BCC versus the elite is my, all my, is like all my favorite people in one match. Can't wait. Uh, I was very, very happy with the reaction to mm-hmm. Sheeta tonight, especially Alex. This is what you want to see oh, yeah. from this crowd. Yeah. Uh, Sheeta's great, and it's so good to have her back. So good to have her as, as a major part of what's going on here with, with the top few in the women's division. Um, yeah, she's, she's, a, she's, she's excellent. Uh, she's a fantastic pro wrestler, and um, it's great to see the crowd giving her a good reaction. JB Love says Sheeta can f and go always. Man, she's incredible. She is incredible, and we're gonna finally see her get a big push in front of people, and that's what I'm excited to see. Chris says, "Are we ever gonna get Baker turning on Jamie ever? Yeah, of course. At some point, we're gonna get that turn. It, it will happen." Yeah. We're not talking like the new day here. Like they were put no. together for for yes. the, probably the eventual reason of them splitting. Yeah. Jane Beard says, hoping we get something like a cage match between, well, this is a completely uh, wrong place for that super chat. So I'm going to have Luis fix that. But you, you know what the outcasts like, Alex? What, what are they like? The color green. Ah, it's true. Big fans of the color green. Mm, they love so it. am I. When it's athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs when you go to athleticgreens.com 
slash Fightful. I always tell you guys, you want to drink your multivitamin. It absorbs a lot better. And right now, foundational nutrition you can count on comes with AG1. One daily serving gives you a comprehensive blend of nine products. We're talking a multivitamin, minerals, probiotics to help that preventative care, adaptogens, antioxidants, and a lot more. Like I said, uh, drink eight ounces of water with one scoop of AG1. You're good to go for the day. Fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. Promote gut health. Support immunity with your daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, and functional mushrooms. And you boost your energy naturally so you'll be able to decrease some of that caffeine intake. It also helps with recovery. So whether or not you're you're just, maybe, maybe you got manual labor you're doing. Maybe you're working out hard. AG1 is packed with superfoods, adaptogens, and antioxidants that is trusted by the world's best endurance athletes, trusted by doctors as well. You have Dr. Andrew Huberman, uh, who says he's been using it since 2012. And one of my favorite things, speaking of 2012, since then, they have changed their formula over 55 times, adapting with science to find out what's best for you. Immunity support, digestive support, energy and metabolic support, all with Athletic Greens AG1. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Get that free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Take that stuff every day. I am feeling really good. I don't think I would have been able to DDT Shaza McKenzie without it. JW Pringle says Alex's Reservoir Dogs shirt is amazing. They're literally wizard dogs. It's a great shirt. That is a good shirt. Yeah. Beard says, Sean, you must be in one of the blood on the clock tower with one of the, with the people from no rolls barred. You as the demon would be fantastic. I'm not familiar with that series, but I'll go there for a day and whatever they tell me to film, I'll film. JB love says, did everything look brighter tonight or is it me in a good way? Well, for me, it actually didn't because there were a couple cavernous areas in the back that I could tell maybe tickets weren't sold in. Mm-hmm. If I were mm-hmm. them, I would put a light there. Also, they weren't using the red, white, and blue ropes this week. They were using the black ropes yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And those kind that kind of dims it for me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Spencer says, loves to see AEW and uh, WWE thriving. So good to have, too. Damn right it is, man. Also, you got at New Japan Resurgence this weekend. Uh, yeah. Lots of good shows. Shot Kid 29 has been campaigning for Veda, Ian, and Nigel to be on the commentary team for Collision. Kills two birds with one stone with the ROH tapings, too. <laughs> I, I just wonder if they want to keep that ROH sound unique to ROH. But, I mean, relatively speaking, not a lot of people are watching that show. So, if I were mm-hmm. them, I would try to get Ian Riccoboni involved more. He's wonderful. Yeah, he's great. Ultimately, you got to have some input from Warner as well, though. Uh, we've got Grayman Media saying Turner's been in cafe business since 74. Alex, I'm surprised you didn't know that. Uh, this this ain't this ain't your grandpa's Turner anymore. No, nope. It isn't. Also shocked that uh, Dark Side of the Ring hasn't done the 74 Atlanta war yet. <laughs> Boy Stalling says, any news on Statlander returning? Maybe double or nothing. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've said this. Tons of times she's been at the tapings quite a bit. Yeah. I have been to three different tapings and just run into her. So, mm-hmm. and and that's been since she she was injured. JB says Alex as Admark was one of his best characters. 
And Vasco says the women's match humped. Glad it was in the first hour. It was very good. It was very good. I'll tell you what also is very good. Uh, However, Alex is going to react to this next segment because I Mm -hmm. love it and he Mm -hmm. doesn't. Mm-hmm. FTR do a promo, but a fight breaks out, and Karen Jarrett's here. Yep, the woman who brought Braun Strowman to his knees, mm-hmm. begging, "Please don't hurt me." Karen Jarrett. Jan Beard says, "Why the crap is Karen Jarrett on my TV? Because she's great." Darren says, "Watching Karen Jarrett make her debut popped me like Hulk Hogan in '85." And Jake Sourzar says, "Welcome to Planet Jarrett. Long may we live in it." Now we got double Jarrett. Tony Khan. Will, you know what? I won't even ask you because I know who's really in charge. A plea to Will Washington. Give her the graphic. Give her the graphic. Come on. Let's see it. Karen Jarrett. This big ass fight. How'd you feel, Alex? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention. And um, I'm gonna mark down the date that Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal wrestled their last match in AEW. And then every year on that date, I'm going to throw a party in remembrance of the anniversary of the last time I ever have to see them. I'm so done with all of this and all of everything. Adding his wife in it makes it worse. Like the idea of FTR being street smart enough to run out and, and knock Satnam Singh off the stage through a table and then beat the tar out of out of Leith deep. They Dax ripped Jade Lethal's entire wardrobe off of him. They beat up Jarrett, and then they sit there waiting for twenty five seconds to do that damn f that damn big rig shatter machine thing. And nobody thinks to look around behind him. This is dumb. I um I just we were talking about Big Bill and and um and Lee Moriarty. That's one of six teams I could name. I'd rather be the program for FTR right now. Another team, hey, have Darby pull double duty. Have Orange pull double duty. That tag team rules. Have them versus FTR. Have Butcher and the Blade. You name them, I'd rather have that team against FTR than Jarrett and Lethal. I'm done with all of this. They've had four tag team title matches since January 1st. What kind of blackmail do they have on Tony Khan? It's too much. It's too much, man. I'm just done with it. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> Chris says that Jeff is the best heel in AEW. Uh, he was featured in the upfronts as well. Jake yeah, Sourzar says, how dare you disrespect the king of the mountain? Well, uh... <laughs> MJF disrespected Renee Paquette, slapped the mic right out of her hand, Alex. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like this because this can play a number of ways. Moxley can naturally be pissed about this yeah. as well. Uh, but this is easy heel stuff as uh, for, for MJF. Pick on Renee. Everybody loves Renee. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a little secret. If you don't like Renee, you're an asshole. You're, yeah. you're the problem. You're the problem here. Whatever problems you're having in life, it's your problem. You ca- you caused it because you don't like Renee Paquette. Yeah. Chris says the only problem with the four pillars match is it doesn't feel like a main event to me. It does to me because I think in the ring, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the greatest matches in AEW history. I really, really believe that. Alex, what did this segment do for you? And how are you feeling about that mm-hmm. as a main event? 
it, it made me think that like Moxley's gonna pull up on MJF next week. Yeah. I mean, like guy who can't listen, I know I'm a heel and you're a heel, and I but I still hate you, and you can't do that to my wife. Um, this this is this is fine. It's one of those things of like um MJF is contractually obligated to appear in Austin watching a TV and slapping a microphone out of Renee Paquette's hand. Um yeah, this this is I mean, him realizing, oh crap, all three of these guys are on the same page. We just have they're they're going to make sure that one of them wins and not me. That does not spell good things for me. I only have one dynamite diamond ring. I'm I, I'm gonna have to punch all three of them in the head with that thing to, to get the victory. You know? I don't know. It's tough. Jake Sourzar says, Sean, how much I got to pay for Fightful to make a Wrestler of the Year award for Jeff Jarrett? Um, well, those are voted on by Fightful Select subscribers. Stuff, stuff the ballot box, I guess. I encourage you to get thousands of Fightful Select subscriptions yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then vote as many times as you want. It is the, the rule is one vote per category per subscription. Mm-hmm. So if you want to subscribe, 5,000 times. I encourage that. Please do it. Uh-huh. Tom LaValle says, are you saying RJ City is an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. James Stallings. Statlander will dethrone Jade Cargill. Save this message. She seems to be the most popular prediction. It, it does seem like that was the path they were on and have literally been just saving it for whenever she gets back. That's the way it seems, been... if, if, if even if not true. Yeah, there have been no like feuds with substance with Jade for quite a while. I mean, Ty is all right. Ty is fine, yeah. but Chi-Town Spurs needs more Brie Wu. Hmm. Well, what you got was Jay White defeating Ricky Starks via DQ. I predicted that Jay White would win this match, and I was correct, Alex. And uh, quite honestly, Ricky just got sick of the shit. He yeah. got sick of it and said to hell with it. Instead of losing this match via pinfall, which is inevitable, I'm just going to crack you over the back with a chair and call it a day. Um, Not keen on this happening often, but this is very clearly a match bigger for than, than the slot that it's in. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt that it also gets added to double or nothing or maybe zero yeah. hour or something like that. I thought this was actually a pretty good use of a DQ finish after a fun match to continue this feud. I don't understand why Ricky did it. Why Ricky like, did it? Because he, because he was just he was sick of the shit, Alex. I mean, I guess I, I, I'm, I'm, I have a, I have a very, like a very defined set of things that I want my the people I root for to do, and getting intentionally disqualified is not one of them. That's the heel business. That's what heels do. Um, and and I don't want Ricky. I didn't want Ricky doing that because it just felt like. I'm tired of having to try and actually beat you with moves. I will find a way out of this uh, by hitting you with this chair. It just didn't feel like what, what I, it felt, it felt odd. Like, I, I don't think it's basically bad. It just, it didn't, it didn't feel justified. It didn't feel like the, I've seen. Really? Baby what? He's, Juice know. Robinson was interfering the whole time. Then he hit him with a chair and he got his revenge on the dude who was interfering. Then deciding to, in full view of the referee, also do it to the guy he's competing with, getting himself disqualified, felt, I don't know, weird, morally wrong. I don't know. It just felt it felt odd. 
I'm, I, I didn't feel morally wrong to me. I understand. Jay, you, Jay White was an accomplice to that that shitty behavior. Perhaps I have a a, a more um, a lofty moral compass than you do, but <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, honestly, I don't. It doesn't matter because we're getting the match again, and that's the that's the that, the end result is the same. If Jay White hits uh, Ricky Starks with the chair, we're getting the match again. Ricky Starks hits Jay White with the chair again. With the chair, we're getting the match again. The match was great. I want to see it again. I get what I want, even if I don't love Ricky Starks disqualifying himself on purpose. If I don't, even if I don't love it, I'm not saying I hate it. I'm saying I just I didn't fall in love with it in the moment. So now we're getting the match again. The match the second time is also going to be great. Hopefully it's in a steel cage to alleviate the whole Juice Robinson interfering thing. And then I will be very happy because that match will be awesome. Well, Jambeard says, I'm hoping we get something like a cage match between White and Starks at the pay-per-view to keep Juice from getting involved. I I don't, I just don't see the issue with it. Like, because Ricky, Ricky was like, I'm not getting out of this unscathed. So instead of getting my ass whipped and pinned, I'll just lose the match without getting my ass whipped. I, I think there it. I think there was a there was enough um I don't I don't I'm not having an argument with you, but I'm just like if in my mind, after he hit juice with the chair, there's plenty of time for him to drop the chair and hit the Rochambeau and and pin Jay White without having to hit him with the chair. Like I I, I just he already hit the spear. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's got the match one. Mm. Hit hit juice with the chair, drop the chair, then drop Jay White. You won the match. Like hitting him with the chair defeats all of that possibility. That's it. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I'm not really that worked up about it. I just didn't love it. I was going to say, this is given real. I'm not that mad about it. Not me, not really vibes. Yeah. Please don't put in the paper that I got mad. That's me right uh, now. I am a drill tweet. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Ricardo, actually, Brent says, Jay White's thing is that he pisses off people until they lose all reason. There you go. He's done it with Okada, Tanahashi, Eddie, everyone. He is the true. master That's of, true. of, he is a cerebral assassin. That's true. That that helps. JB Love says, Ricky put the gun fingers to his head at the end. Like, I did this to myself and it was worth it. That was clever, clever mm-hmm. gimmick play there. I like yep. it. Jake Sauerzar sends a uh, $2 super chat, actually less than $2, to say, what if I donate 1K? Let me rig the election. Listen, Jake, if you want to sponsor yeah. the Fightful Awards mm-hmm. for the Jake Sauerzar mm-hmm. Wrestler mm-hmm. of the Year for $1,000, right. yes. we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that. Go ahead. You don't have to rig it. You can just sponsor your own award there. Yeah. By the way, if you want to sponsor this show and many others, especially mm-hmm. this summer around July, uh, hit yeah. up myself or uh, Kate as we are uh, offering a whole lot of different packages that you guys can check out. We've got uh, unfortunate news. Jane Beard says RIP to the superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Um, I've not heard anything from his family or any other companies besides AEW. Uh, I haven't, I've been in contact with WWE who haven't necessarily confirmed it Hmm. yet. Yeah. But um, you just hate hearing that. That sucks. Yes. uh, Yeah, it does. It does suck. It it did. It did feel 
odd that they that they well we want to as Chris Jericho and Roddy Strong are stuffing soft Mr. Softy and in, into each other's face. We'd like yeah. to pres- it was a weird time to do it. Like I feel like you could have carved out 30 seconds after the match to tell us, I got, but I got people saying Ric Flair tweeted it out. Uh listen, sorry guys. <laughs> that ain't who I go to for my wrestling news. All due respect. Yeah. That ain't who I go to if I want to make sure that something is absolutely uh the case. That's just not not how i feel so uh lots of big announcements tonight we got collision we got uh cm punk news a lot of stuff like that and i got a lot of people saying well how am i gonna watch collision we don't we don't have international plans announced yet guess what i got your international plan right here nordvpn.com slash fightful lets you change your virtual location with just one click so if you're somewhere that maybe doesn't get collision you can change your virtual location and watch it here in the quote unquote states. <laughs> you can also get pay-per-views at a much more affordable price, whether it's boxing, UFC, AEW. You can watch AEW uh, without commercials. If you live in the States by getting AEW plus, you can watch this upcoming WWE pay-per-view on the old WWE network interface as well. And that's all with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30 day money back guarantee, an ad blocker, secure and private access to the internet on all your devices and all of your operating systems. So you can enjoy a fast and stable connection anywhere. You can get 63% off NordVPN, three extra months, and a 30 day money back guarantee. Trust me, online privacy is worth the cost. And if you're a wrestling fan, this will pay for itself. In no time, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I'm, I'm pulling these like 12 to 16 hour days at Fightful. So I am using this about two thirds of my day, uh, you know, nonstop I'm on this thing. And when I'm traveling, it is so important on those unsecured Wi-Fi connections, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. See, I can be Julie Cutler with nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Mm-hmm. She good. joins us uh, for the AEW Double or Nothing post-show coming up soon. Alex will have his review on FightfulSelect.com, so be sure to subscribe. And with AEW Collision officially announced, we'll plug this again. Mm. Ricky Chino, Aridian Fierro, Cresta the Star on the AEW Collision post-show. I will definitely be joining the first night of that briefly. Uh, I'll be joining this show and several others as an insider here and there uh, when applicable. And I've had people saying, well, we want your collision review. We want your SmackDown review. I'll be doing a little bit of something uh, this summer, starting uh, like my brief thoughts on collision or SmackDown. I might do it on the backstage report, might do a whole new show for it, but uh, there will be some element of that added to FightfulSelect.com. And we announced today that starting uh, with, which I don't even know if we'll have to wait until collision to start this, uh, the SmackDown post show on Fridays will now start at 10, 10 p.m. Eastern, it will just be a SmackDown post show. And anything important from Rampage that needs to be covered will be covered on uh, the Collision Show, etc., etc. Ricardo says, Sheeta's English has gotten so much better. She's always had pretty good English, honestly. One of our most popular clips that we ever posted was her eating a Reese's Cup. <coughs> it's true. JB Love says, I don't always get to catch the EST feed. And it's a blast to get to share my Markish thoughts with you all. Big love to you guys and the whole Fightful family. Well, we love just you coming by and sharing your thoughts yeah. with us. 
We, we pride ourselves on being the most interactive wrestling news source out there, whether it be on select when you guys comment on stories or uh, here on the post shows. But we are here every single weeknight and now pretty soon every night but Sundays. And quite honestly, half of those every month will be here. Yep. So it's going to be Fightful nonstop. Also, uh, I want to give love to Fightful Overbooks in the weeds. I think that Joel Pearl mm. and Jeremy Lambert have been kicking ass with that. They've been getting great guests from across wrestling. Like I said, hey, you guys should have Marty Garner on. He took a really righteous pedigree back in the day. He was on Final Deletion. They had him on two days later. Uh, I think that they are absolutely killing it, and you guys should watch that. It is the the anchor, the flagship of the Fightful Overbooked brand, and they are doing a great job with it. Don Callis speaks. It is not often they have a promo main event, and they did here, and they <laughs> yes, they, they did. They should have, mm-hmm. but it really wasn't. It really wasn't, though. It was just an angle, yeah. but it was a great angle. It was a great angle. Omega runs out. He gets jumped by the BCC, but the Bucks come out hobbling, and here's Hangman Page with an eye patch. Damn it. Something that Moxley knows all about. Mm-hmm. Our second biggest interview of all time is me interviewing Moxley with an eye patch and me with long hair, no product in it because I got to get it sawed off the next yep. day. Mm-hmm. We got eye patch hangman. JB Love says cowboy shit. Jambeard says hangman is Jean Pierre Lafitte. Ricardo hanger returning to the elite was emotional. Isaiah says the boys are back together, elite gang or don't bang. And, uh, <laughs> Master of Puppets says, Kenny, Captain America, the F out of Yuda. He certainly did. He did. On being the elite, Dark Order prevented Kenny from watching what happened with Hangman, the Bucks, at the end of Full Gear 2021, which is an important note, but this is great. The boys are back, and what I love, because Eloquent is saying, where did Takeshita go? There is still room to add a Takeshita swerve. Yep. And then Kota Ibushi. Mm-hmm. There's room to grow with this feud. It's yep. not an immediate dead end like no, we no, no. with some other group feuds. Yeah. The, this is they, they're they're doing an anarchy in the arena match. Can't that's, wait. That's not gonna be the last match in, in this feud at all. So, like, this is the beginning of it. It really is the beginning of it. So um, we're we're gonna get I I think is a very good chance. We get our Takesh to swerve during the Anarchy in the Arena match, um, where he comes in and the elite thinks he's there to help them, but he's actually there to help BCC. And uh, and then uh, that probably tips, tips the scales in favor of BCC. And now it's five on four. So for the next time, we're going to get uh, some some gang wars in this feud. We got to bring in a fifth guy, Kota Ibushi. It's perfect. Got to do it. It's got to be done. Um, I, I love this because you could, you could tell as soon as the bucks came out and it was like, well, now it's three on four. Oh, well, if only they could even the odds. And then it's hangman's music. Great. And he comes out and, um, and I just love that it's, it's because it's hangman, you know, he was at the eye patch store today and he was talking to the clerk and he says, I really like that one, but does it come in taupe? Like I need a, a nice, a nice saddle brown uh, because it matches my outfit. Uh, the, it, it he looks fantastic with the eye patch. 
Um, it's 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 a it's just a really great way, a hot angle to close the show. Um, and I it's it's I love it was all we got was just Don Callis rambling. Like there wouldn't even be a Kenny Omega if there wasn't a Don Callis. Uh, we didn't actually get any reason for it. We'll get that yes. eventually. But the whole thing was a cover for the Hangman Page return by having Don Callis do a speaks uh, segment. And I thought it was great. Love it. thought that was really great. Vasco says, we are the elite. I lost at that point. Awesome. So um, let's take a look at Double or Nothing and the card right now. And guys, get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. We are heading down the home stretch here. Leave a thumbs up. It would greatly help us out. Uh, I know it seems inconsequential, but it lets YouTube know that you like what we got. So uh, Jade and Taya is going to be announced. You have the Blackjack Battle Royal for the international title. You have the Pillars 4-Way for the AEW title. FTR, Jarrett, Lethal for the tag titles. Mark Briscoe is a special referee. Wardlow and Christian TNT title ladder match. Hater versus Storm women's world championship match. And Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite Anarchy in the Arena. Looks like we're going to get maybe uh, Switchblade and Ricky Starks mm-hmm. again as well. Shaping up to be a pretty pretty damn good show. Almost everything has stakes in it. And uh, I, I just wonder how the company looks in a few months. Will there be a hard brand split? I mean, I reported that this morning. A lot's happened since this morning. Oh, a lot of has, yeah. And yeah. one or two important pieces not being around could make them go, maybe not. Maybe we don't mm-hmm. do that hard split. Yeah. So uh, it's it's going to be really interesting to watch this unfold. Ricardo says, Mox ought to murder M. Jeff, or MJF right now. Poor Renee. And Jambeard says, we're all in. Do Brian versus Omega again. And all out, do Golden Lovers versus Brian and Takeshita. Don't hate that idea. Don't hate that idea at all. No, I don't either. Uh, also, uh, Lucha Brothers versus Yuta and Claudio next week on Dynamite for the ROH tag titles, which seems like a thing that they could put on Ring of Honor. It does. It does. I It'd think be a great match, to, but it's going to be a great match. I think that they they could put it on Ring of Honor, and maybe in some circles they should. I think they're trying to make the Dynamite before the pay per view have some pay-per-view quality matches on it. Um, people are in the chat talking about maybe Keith Lee versus Swerve gets added. Maybe uh, maybe House of Black versus the Acclaimed. Is it, that's Maybe that's where they finally do that match after the Acclaimed won the right to have an open house match with House of Black. Maybe they do that on the Zero Hour. I don't know what they're getting. There's a lot of stuff that they, that they uh, have available to pad out the card or to pad out the Dynamite before. We got Mark saying, Sean, what do you think the likelihood that Collision will air on Fight in the AEW package? Is that for some reason unlikely? Different markets have different uh, setups for that, but Fight seems to be like their 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 fail safe there. Anthony says Trio's title match at Double or Nothing. The Daddy Ass and acclaimed one does seem like the safe one. Irene says, Why was Collision the only thing announced at the upfronts with the latest on a TV streaming deal? The last I had heard, as FightfulSelect.com reported last week, this was just a collision deal. The uh, Dynamite and Rampage ones, I believe, still have a year option on them that can be picked up, which I'm sure will be. Yeah. JP says, 
Do you think that we are the heart and soul of this company? Part of the hangman speech was a little shot at punk. Maybe, but he has done so good at removing himself from that situation. I mean, since before punk even came out and called him out, hangman was doing his best to remove himself. Like if you go back and listen or watch an interview he did with Nick Hausman, Mm -hmm. Nick kind of asks him about it. And he's like, I don't really want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. He has truly come out i mean from a professional standpoint yeah i think that hangman page has come out the best because even if you could pin that first comment on him since then he has just removed himself from it so much and is just like i just want to make my money do my job type of thing mm-hmm. yeah guys thank you all so much alex tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on you can find me uh on the twitter at Alex Sour Graps. Uh, you can find me on the on the Blue Ski as well. On the Blue Sky. Blue Sky. That. I'm on there too. Oh uh, yeah. Although I don't really do much on there yet. That's just like a, a fallback in case Twitter explodes one day. Then find me over on the Blue Ski. Um, but uh, also on FIFO Select, reviewing um, SmackDown and Rampage. I don't. We'll have to figure out what what that's going to be. Come the whole collision thing. I'm not really sure how that's going to work. Um, but this this Friday, certainly reviewing SmackDown uh, and Double or Nothing um, next week next weekend. But also because they're doing a Saudi show, we're doing our Sands of Blind, where I don't watch the Saudi shows, but Kate does, and then she comes on and she tells me everything that happened. But uh, then uh, she has to, I have to decide whether or not she's lying to me. And it's a lot of fun. People seem to love those shows. We're doing another one for Night of Champions. Uh, that'll be great. And then, of course, we're reviewing Raw on Sifel Select as well with the great Miss Kate Faye. Uh, Tyrone Kidd says, hey, guys, the Shaza Destroyer and Mr. Palowski. Great show. Great news. Favorite part of the show is the slow deterioration of OC. Worst part is Karen Jarrett. Aw. And uh, Tyrone Kidd says, know your flick, by the way. Great channel to watch if you haven't seen it yet. Disappointed at Alex. He failed to give Ming-Na Wen slash Mulan her flowers in SF the movie review, Alex. Oh, no, I thought she's great. She's great in the movie. They they unnecessarily bench her at the end where she's been trying for 20 years to get revenge on M. Bison. And then she's literally from here to the end of the room. and, And Van Damme goes, hey, go release the hostages. She's like, Okay, sir. I feel like that's too bad for her. They should have given her the opportunity to to kick his ass again. But it was fun. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. We're here every night. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.